0: We have a guest in the studio. He's a member of parliament for Sarani constituency. He's been here before. The Honorable Captain Ronald Karauri is our guest. Good morning, Captain.
1: Good morning, Eric. Thank you for having me.
0: Karibu sana. It's good to have you back here. Asante,
1: asante. asante. A couple
0: of months now as a member of parliament. Yes, yes. You're used to, you know, the hallowed halls of the August House. <laughs> <laughs> How are they?
1: It's good, you know, it's it's a good experience. Mm. Uh, it took a bit of time to get used to it, but I think now we are getting to the point where we need to start doing the work properly now.
0: Now you <laughs> understand the job. Exactly, yes. Now you yes. understand the workings, <laughs> the ins and outs. Exactly, yes. We'll talk about that. Mm. City has the day's proverb. The whole of this week has been given us proverbs from Malawi. Malawi. But I, okay. have to, I
1: have to ask, <laughs> have you gotten used mm. to being referred to as Mwishmiwa? In fact, I wish only the people in Kasarani would call me Mwishimiwa. Yes. I, I prefer Captain, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> captain better. Oh, yeah. what, 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 what about
2: Captain Mwishimewa?
1: Captain, <laughs> <laughs> One title at a time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, a proverb from the country of Malawi for today. This is our last day. A piece of incense may be as large as the knee, but unless burnt emits no fragrance,
0: A piece of incense may be as large as the knee, but unless burned and it emits that fragrance bune (laughs) captain what do you make of this proverb what's your interpretation
1: it's a a, well you know something can only be useful once it it it, it, it's it serves its purpose you know you could have something unless you use it once it's it's for for what it's meant to yes Mm. then you know it's useless it's Bure. Uh, bure
0: you can be a member of Parliament but unless you're actually doing the thing <laughs> you're supposed to be doing true, <laughs> very true. Yes, <laughs> Very true. the The Captain, I've known you for many years yes. and your quest for leadership and you know how easily you listen to people and you want to represent. So all those times mm-hmm. when you are with the Airline mm-hmm. Pilots Association and you wanted to be in the leadership of the Airline Pilots Association and you went into private business and you were engaging with people across the country and I was, I was talking about you coming earlier saying, at some point you are the biggest sponsor of sporting events in this country. Correct, and you are engaging with communities across yes. and you're hearing the youth and what they were saying mm-hmm. and also coming from a political homestead yes, these two combined, I'm sure that's how you ended up in that thinking of no, maybe we need to do something for people. Maybe, maybe mm-hmm. instead of just talking from the periphery mm-hmm. I ought to get in there and do something for the people. And you went to Kansarani and you convinced them that you're the man for the job mm-hmm. and they gave you the job. Yes sir. Hi, now you are <laughs> in parliament yes is what you see the same thing that you used to see when you were outside parliament and you were getting frustrated at our political leaders and what they are doing and what they are not doing
1: that's a very good question it's exactly what i see when i'm in parliament because now i think there's a tweet i made i think sometime maybe two weeks ago and i said the problem we have in kenya is too much politics but I did not give it context, because sometimes on Twitter, people respond for the sake of responding. Mm. <laughs> you know, mm. it's very hard to have a conversation on Twitter. But since I have this opportunity, I elaborate. Because, you see, we are, we are, at, a, we are at a situation in Kenya where we need leadership more than politics. What's happening with the finance bill is, is very good for the country, because there's a lot of debate. It hasn't happened in a long time, <laughs> but... It has brought the perception to Kenyans that this is the first time there's a finance bill. (laughs) There are some Kenyans who really believe there has never been a finance bill before. That
0: Ruto is the one who's come up with this bill. He's come up
1: with this bill that is going to torment us. Mm. But finance bill has always been there and it's necessary because, of course, as you know, (laughs) the the budget has to be funded. So, instead of leaders going ahead to educate the people on what is required in terms of the finance bill, there's too much politics at play. I was very happy to see Esther Pasaris come out and say some truths mm. that needed to be said. But you can you can see, especially for Azimio, mm. there's an opposition where they have very valid points sometimes, mm. but other times it becomes a political affair, whereby nobody is going to benefit from that. And if we are to change that, nobody. In words, well, mm-hmm. there's some benefit, but even if even if you're in, in opposition. For example, let me, let me let me say something now. Mm. The finance bill as it is, there is no way it can pass as is. It's not possible. But it was never meant to. Mm. Because there is always the element of public participation. Again, I've seen Kenya Kwanza MPs stating that the bill will pass as is. Mm. What Nothing is the point of the finance committee taking views from the public and then not changing a single combo in the finance bill? It becomes unconstitutional. So... That, again, is politics. Kenya Kwanzaa insisting it will pass as is, it will not. <laughs> 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 then, Azimio saying, that the finance bill must fail, so that there is no finance bill. That also cannot be true. So, there must be room for amendments, and they all know this. Mm. But when they go to the public, these are the narratives they push out there. Mm. That's why sometimes I say in Kenya, we have too much politics, and we are lacking in leadership. Mm. Because these leaders are the ones who are supposed to go out there and say these truths to the people.
2: Do I hear you to be saying (coughs) that in essence, if you were to be objective, Mm -hmm. that many of our politicians are actually not leaders? Yes. (laughs) Sorry to say. (laughs) We have
1: very many politicians in Kenya, very few leaders. And the situation we're in right now, everyone has been talking. Do you know, even last year, the whole narrative was about the debt. The debt that we've acquired. Mm. That was the narrative. Even at some point, uh, I, I remember reading in the Business Daily, they were saying, whoever takes over from Uhuru, We'll have to find out where we'll be getting approximately 4 billion shillings a day. That was the narrative then. Mm. The narrative now has changed. (laughs) When there are revenue-raising measures, now it has become an oppressive (laughs) regime. Mm. So, if Azimio were responsible as opposition, I would have let them come forward and say, look, we have seen this finance bill. It's ridiculous. It's a very bad finance bill. What we should do, instead of raising revenue from these people, for example, mm. content creators are going to be taxed. Instead of taxing content creators, let's tax somebody else. Yeah. Because you cannot just say something is bad and you have no alternative. Because even me as an MP, now I'm independent. I'm very happy to be independent because I cannot be whip in either <laughs> direction. Into, into that direction. Mm. But so that as an MP now you can say, I have this option and this option. The best option is this one. Now you have on one side someone saying, no, finance bill will not pass. And on the other side, people saying finance bill will pass as is. is. Both cannot happen. So what are you trying to tell the people on the ground? And on Twitter, I'm being asked, you are our MP. Are you saying yes or no? Mm. But it's not a yes or no question.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Would you then say that even your work is cut out for you in Mm -hmm. informing and educating? We talk about sensitization. Mm -hmm. Sensitization. Social media does that. Mm. It tells just making somebody aware that this thing exists. Yes. But making them understand isn't sensitization. It is not. It's actually educating. It is educating. Now, do you actually think that these politicians who mask it as leaders in this country actually wish to have their people acquire the knowledge that they would need to be able to understand? Because, from what you're saying, most of us are actually acting out of ignorance. <laughs> you know,
1: and that's the problem with politics. Yes. You see, for a politician, I would first ask myself, will that education <laughs> ensure that I retain my seat for yeah. the <laughs> <like>? <laughs> How does so it affect
0: my position? How
1: does it affect me? Mm-hmm. Because most of the time, in fact, people are jumping on either side sometimes so that they become popular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if I was to just come out and start saying, I will not support it, I become very popular on the ground. With the people who I'm supposed to lead and educate and tell them, look, this is what is supposed to come from the finance bill. If we are supposed to propose amendments, in fact, public participation should be, there's a, uh, there's a specific amendment. There's a specific thing in the finance bill that is hurting me. And in terms of uh, the finance committee, they welcomed people from those f- sectors. Yep. Like if it's agriculture, they call you and ask you, okay, there's this tax that is proposed that is supposed to affect you. Yep. Because we cannot be, be experts in everything. I'm an expert in one thing. I cannot, I'm i not even an economist, for mm-hmm. example. Mm-hmm. But I'm in parliament representing my people. Yeah. So it means there are certain specific things in the finance bill I could be an expert on. Mm-hmm. And there are others that they are other experts. Mm-hmm. So when the committee calls these people to come, that's what we call public participation. They come and explain, look, you guys are proposing this, but I do this and mm-hmm. I can assure you if you do this, it will have this kind of effects. Mm-hmm. So even this discussion before we get the report... From the finance committee mm. because the report is coming i think it'll come by next week mm. and they'll tell us we did our public participation we had people from these various sectors mm. the content creators came these other people came and this is what they told us and after they told us they gave us this information this is our report and our opinion now as the legislators and we are presenting this to Parliament. yes so before we engage these experts sometimes these conversations and discussions become a bit uh, you know, it's just to raise the temperatures of people in the country. Because I love Edwin Edwin Sifuna is my friend. I love him. He's Mm. a fantastic debater. Mm. And wherever he appears on TV (laughs) he probably will whitewash everybody. Mm. Doesn't mean whatever he's saying is true or (laughs) correct. (laughs) He's just very good. He's (laughs) just a good orator. Yeah, and he's a very good asset for the opposition. Mm. Yeah, so you know, it's all politics.
3: Let's look into the mind of members of parliament for a minute. Yes. And that question that eric asked when you are on this other side of 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 things as an individual living community you know making your own impact in business um in the airlines captain mm-hmm. now as a member of parliament do you have an expectation that the people that you shepherd is there an expectation that their voices will rise up for you to actually go and do something or do you expect that they'll be quiet
1: I think, I think there will be a change, but the change has to come from the leadership as well.
3: No, let me ask it differently. Mm-hmm. Do, you th- do you assume mm-hmm. that people will actually not, is the status quo that people are actually not going to say anything about an issue, that they will keep quiet? You don't expect them to say anything, and this is why you can have those political debates in parliament, because there's no expectation that the people are going to say anything. Do you feel that way now that you are a member of parliament?
1: Mm, maybe I don't understand. Expectation from the public itself to say something yes. in terms of protests, yes, oh, this is happening. Absolutely. No, um, I think for me, when I was outside and what I was looking, my whole issue was that there was a lack of leadership.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, getting the, the, the people to comment on something is again dependent on the leadership that they have. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> for example, we have uh, this protests. Let's say we were the mandamanu. Mm. I don't think it's difficult. Getting a reason getting a reason Mm -hmm. for people to protest is not a hard thing. Mm. It depends on the leader and what they they want to do. Mobilizing for people to protest is not a hard thing. Mm. If you tell me now tomorrow I go get people from Kasarani I know what I can tell them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know the way I can interpret something to ensure that they get animated enough to come to the streets. Mm. So Again, it's it's the direction of the leaders, and our leaders are actually quite powerful, mm. and that's why it would be good if the leaders point us in a certain direction. Mm. It looks like right now there are some people pulling in one direction. They might have valid points, yeah. But at the end of the day, the country has to move mm. because where we are right now, there's a there's an expectation that we things must improve. Yeah. And I gave this analogy of a, an, an airplane stalling, mm. that before things get better, they probably get a bit worse. Mm. Mm. And this is the first finance bill from this regime. And most of the things they're saying there, they promised. Mm -hmm. In Kasarani, they voted for UDA, Mm -hmm. except for me. Mm -hmm. From president to all the MCs, it's all UDA. Mm -hmm. I'm the only person who was independent. Mm -hmm. And UDA kept going around with their manifesto. In fact, for the housing, for me, is the easiest one, if you ask me. Because, to me, it seems like both Kenya Kwanzaa and Azimiu agree on that housing levy. Mm. Raila had mentioned it Mm. and Ruto now is talking about it. So in terms of an amendment to make it easier, what I would do is ask them to reduce it to (laughs) 1.5%. then that means Raila and Ruto have agreed and there is nothing to debate.
3: (laughs) 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 But why we can see this theater, this theater of drama that happens, Mm -hmm. which you've talked about yourself, it's political. What we saw um, (laughs) on the house yesterday (laughs) of all the barbs that were flying back Mm. and forth is now people are trying to make sure that their spaces are protected. And for me, the question is, what happens to the people's voice the real voice Mm -hmm. or is the expectation of this circus that people are not going to talk anyway i'm still going back to that question the expectation is that ah, kenyans are not going to say anything anyway so we can do what we want to do in here
1: so
0: we can be the only voices Yeah. so
1: so
3: no but but i think that's a misconception
1: is it these people you see in parliament Mm. i will assure you when they go to their constituencies they have that power the people there they, the people listen to them. I don't mm. know how to put it. Okay. People do actually listen to them. So
0: people listen to the politicians. They the do.
1: politicians okay. are not they listening
3: do. to the people.
1: They are. Uh, you know, what, 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 what I'm trying to say is that we're in a situation whereby this leader should go back to the people mm. <coughs> and yes. talk to them. Leadership is not just I go and take instructions from from my people in Kasarani. Mm. There's an expectation I can also ex- go explain the people to the people mm. and tell them I'm taking this direction Because Because of one, two, three, four. Yes. And those people will actually listen. Mm -hmm. That is why they voted for these people. They actually have that kind of respect for these leaders. And you might have seen that circus. Of course, we know those MPs who did whatever they did. In fact, if they (laughs) go to the ground, Mm. you'll be surprised. They have the support of the people there. Mm. And they'll tell those people, I had to do one, two, three, and cause a ruckus in the house because of whatever reason. And those people will cheer them on. But then,
0: (laughs) even with leadership, leadership is showing people the direction to take correct but also taking their inputs and their feedback correct and the first thing is first and identifying them and that's why even in our topic today we were saying the role of an MP in representation yes so as the representative of the people of Kasarani constituency Mm -hmm. it's expected that when you speak you're amplifying the voice of the people in Kasarani. Correct. Which means that the first thing that you did is you listened. Yes. To what the people in Kasarani want. Mm-hmm. You had a conversation with them. Mm-hmm. They told you this is the direction we'd like to take. You gave your input as well. If the direction that they want to take is the same direction that you'd like to go, you agree, yes, in fact, I agree this is the direction we go. Mm-hmm. If you think differently, then you convince them why you think differently and why they should then give you the opportunity to lead them in a different direction. Correct. But the whole point is you're representing the people. Correct. Do you think all the <coughs> 290 of you who've been elected and sent by specific constituents are actually representing the people? Or are there members in parliament who are leading and expecting the people to follow them?
1: Okay, yeah, that's that's a that's a good question because you're right. In terms of and the main point is the education part is actually, for example, and I said, we cannot be experts in any, everything. Mm. So if I'm thinking of a different direction, it's upon me to go to the people and tell them, look, the reason I think this is good or bad is because of one, two, three, four. They might not have that information. And Twitter is a misleading place. A famous man once said, Twitter is not a real place.
4: Mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, and I can assure you, even when I was campaigning... <laughs> I, disre- I disregarded Twitter and everything else because you have to go down to the people themselves. They debate with the people themselves, the people on the ground. Mm. And if you talk to them and explain to them, they'll probably listen to the leaders. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. The perception that these leaders have just come up with their own. Uh, mm. I don't think it's 100% correct mm. because the representation we have that they are going ag- against the people. It's a very small spectrum you are talking about. Mm. The people on social media who, you know, sometimes it's manipulated Mm. in terms of what is popular and what is not. And you're right. The people should go down. But what would it take, for example, for the finance bill from an education perspective? Because for you to tell them what direction you're taking, they need to really understand what finance bill means, what everything means, so it just doesn't become... Uh, yes, no question, mm. or an amendment, or things touching on them, and you tell them, if my constituents are farmers, I go and tell, explain to them, look, this is very bad for you because now, from zero rated, you're going to exempt, yeah, <laughs> and we are talk, talking of subsidizing mm. fertilizer, so that, like for example, and what those two mean, what those two mean, yeah. Now, for example, just with that particular, those particular clauses, mm. can finance bill pass with those with those clauses? I don't think it can. Because amendments must be proposed to return them to zero rated. Mm. How do you subsidize fertilizer and it's being taxed? It, it doesn't make any sense. Mm. So those are things that have to be looked at. Mm. And even now, why I mentioned that is that that's a Kenya Kwanzaa issue. Because they're the ones who s- talked about subsidizing production. Yeah. So you cannot say you're subsidizing production and, and you're taxing you tax it again. So even from them, they're the ones who should propose the amendment. So they cannot say it will pass without amendments. And even them, they have issues With things that they want to 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 to, to pass.
2: Mashimo, there's an issue here, Mm -hmm. and uh, I have this sense that it goes beyond what we're saying, but it gets the heart of the matter in my mind, Mm -hmm. because I'm listening to you, and there's something very fundamental that you are touching on, and I want to take the discussion beyond Parliament and take it to the county. Mm -hmm. Who receive? billions man it's 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 an unbelievable amount of money but for some reason the idea of growing the port and making counties viable institutions seems to escape have escaped the bulk of our governors we have debated this is it a capacity issue is that uh, people elected and given jobs that are beyond them the things they can't actually do because the middling and the meddling around that we see probably is the sum total of their capacity and we keep saying they should do more and they actually can't or is it that their understanding of what ought to be done begins and ends again with what we see because i would be of this opinion if i were committed to stealing it would make more sense if there's a lot to steal <laughs> So even if I take a small portion of it, no one would actually notice that I've taken it. Mm. <laughs> but when you eat the seeds and there's nothing more to plant, then you can't have a harvest. Mm. And that's what seems to happen at the level of the county. The Whatever the counties are given are eaten at source. So the possibility of growth is eliminated completely. My view, of course. Mm-hmm. Now, if that's the leadership one sees at the county level, what hope... Do members of parliament have with the little CDF that they have or county assembly members with this money they're hoping that they will get to be able to manage their counties or the money that the county is supposed to allocate to them for their functions what hope is there in devolution actually doing what it's supposed to do because if it did then we would see leadership at play currently you hardly see it mm i think you know where i'm going with this <laughs>
1: yeah you know and uh <clears throat> it's i <laughs> you know people always say like the leaders are the representation of the people mm-hmm. so and again devolution it as to me and you're right somehow the fight is always the money is not enough money is not coming from national government to the mm-hmm. county governments yep do the county governments have enough capacity to raise their own revenue? Because ideally, that's what should have been happen- happening from the onset. Mm. And even in terms of the capacity of utilizing those funds, mm. if you get a thief into county, of course, don't expect anything <laughs> <laughs> different from that from that governor. Uh, and for I think something needs to change in terms of how counties, when they allocated the funds, it becomes how they account for those funds. It needs to be very... I don't know how it can be made more strict. Because counties will always ask for more money. Nobody yep. asks for less money. There's always new and things to do.
2: yet they don't... They hardly ever tell us what it is they've actually done with that money.
1: Uh, exactly. In terms of accountability. Yes, when yeah. the
2: auditor general comes in, we are told what they haven't done with what they were supposed to have done. Exactly. Before you came in, we were talking about the role of citizen-led initiatives. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we're asking is this where now the citizen ought to come in
4: mm-hmm.
2: to understand that when this money is given to the county it's actually meant for me
4: mm.
2: not the governor and his friends <laughs> mm. yes mm. and if it's meant for me is it then doing what is supposed to help me or help my small community and mm. if it it doesn't then should we now not take the step of ensuring that our money actually works for us because it's our money mm. Mm. the money that the county gets is taxpayers money that is Allocated to them to help the people in their counties at what we call the local level. Correct. Correct. And that's why, like,
1: I think, where, as I said, as I said, when we were starting, where we are starting now, I think, is a very good place,
4: Mm.
1: where there's all this debate Mm. of finance bill. When we get to next year, the debate will have shifted a bit, Mm. in terms of even educating the people beforehand, people to understand this is what is coming, this is what finance bill means, it will be a different environment. Mm. And you can imagine between now and next year, A huge population will have understood what finance bill means, what the budget means, because there is very little discussion about the budget estimate, which the budget has gone up. Mm. Instead of people querying now, okay, uh, finance bill wants to raise this much revenue, Mm. but it's because we are spending this This much much money. Yeah, so if we are spending this much, where they should be poking holes or looking at, other than the the debt, which everybody knows, Mm -hmm. is... Uh, The rest of the money, this $2 going to the executive, Mm. where exactly is it going? Mm. Not like, you know, they'll say a certain number of billions is going, for example, to the Ministry of Interior. Yes. Yes. Why don't you go now and check in that Ministry of Interior what is this money supposed to do? What exactly does it do? The exact thing that that money is supposed to do. That is what should be queried at the initial stage. Instead of saying now... When it comes to the finance bill, which must finance this budget and they must balance, let's, let's collapse the finance it. bill. Yeah. Now, that will not make sense <laughs> at all.
2: There has to be a finance bill. The uh,
1: finance bill will be there.
2: Mm.
1: <laughs> so long as there is a budget, there will be a finance bill. Yeah. So I think leaders need to tell people the truth that they must pass. When I started that engagement on Twitter, what mm. I was expecting that gentleman to ask me mm. is to t- or to tell me is that I'm not happy with housing. Yeah. I'm not happy with this then we can see what kind of amendment we can have. Mm. Either to delete the whole clause or to propose an amendment to reduce the rate. Yep. or Whatever it is. Yeah. But it cannot be a yes or no issue. Because I even uh, checked some of the issues. The finance bill also corrects some issues we had in the Tax Procedures Act. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of uh, how... Because how, I've been a victim of, <laughs> of KRE harassment. Of KRA. So... <laughs> So Tax Procedures Act is also very important mm. in terms of when they claim that you owe them a certain amount of tax, how that procedure goes so mm. that you can clarify the issue. Like this thing to you have to deposit
4: 20%. a certain amount
1: of money will create room for KRA to become the biggest extortionists in yeah. Kenya. <laughs> and there will be no money collected. Mm. There will be no money collected. You can imagine there's a time I was given a bill, not me, my company was given a bill of $92 billion. <laughs> ninety-two billion. Ninety-two billion. All right. Of course, the purpose of the of the of the bill right. was to ensure I don't get a license, so that you know, by the time you clear that up, you, you know, you've collapsed already. Mm. But you can imagine. Of course, you protest to the ninety-two billion. Yeah. Now, if they had been told to pay twenty-five percent of ninety-two billion, how 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 are you going to proceed? Because you protest, you pay ninety-two billion, uh, you pay twenty-five percent. You don't protest you look for 92 million you look pay. for everything you can imagine now they'll go if if and remember the person who comes up with this bill the KRA official he has no repercussions yeah so if i'm a KRA official i just come to your business i tell you you owe 10 million shillings <laughs> if you want to dispute <laughs> go pay 2.5 <laughs> so you know you are just creating avenue or carry to become uh, extortionist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and
0: just a simple way of them hitting a target. Exactly. We are coming to the end of the month. Yes. Oh my God, we are short a billion shillings. Yes, okay, So let's, let's go yes pa, 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 go to Spot Pesa, go exactly. to exactly uh, eric and city company <laughs> all those guys 25 billion we hit our target well exactly we report
1: exactly so and that's such a clause honestly cannot pass and i think it had been defeated it has been defeated in court before mm. yeah so uh, some of these amendments honestly let's take a break mm.
0: we continue this conversation shortly 25 minutes to 9 our guest this morning is captain ronald karaori he's a member of parliament for kasarani constituency elected on an independent ticket and is here today we're talking about the mps and the role of representation he was running a business then he felt no I, i i need to participate in all these things that we're making noise outside how about i participate in being part of the solution we are seeking to understand his understanding of the journey so far spice remember if you ever miss out a conversation maybe because you were in a meeting you got up late there was a power blackout one reason or the other, you can still catch up with the conversations whenever. If you just go to YouTube and you search Spice FM and you will find all our daily conversations. Captain Ronald Karauri, the member of parliament for kasarani constituency, is our guest this morning. City,
2: Captain Mushmir.
1: <coughs>
2: <laughs> Why did you run an independent ticket?
1: Uh, of course, well, when I started on Jubilee. Oh. I started on Jubilee. Mm -hmm.
2: Uh,
1: Then uh, the ticket was given away. (laughs) (laughs) It was given away.
3: (laughs) another short story. (laughs) The
1: ticket was given away. Uh So at that point, I asked myself, if if I if I go to the general election, will the ticket again be given away? (laughs)
2: So So you said no.
1: I was assured that you know the main election is not like nominations; it'll be okay. So I went independent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was initially Jubilee.
0: You know, Mm -hmm. we talk about this all the time Mm -hmm. and and City likes asking all politicians. Mm -hmm. Before one becomes a member of parliament, you see them in their private life Mm -hmm. and you see them maybe even getting platforms on media Mm -hmm. to articulate on issues and say what they feel ought to happen. Mm -hmm. And you're like, these are the people that we need in parliament. These are the people that need to go there. You admire these. (laughs) You admire them. You look at somebody and you look at their track record, look at, okay, so you have been a captain, you have served Kenya Airways, you left, you went into private business, you excelled, you've handled billions. You know, we talk about billions here, like you have, you've signed well, off, an academic the billions. you have dealt with, them. you've seen, you've seen the impacts of your small business in the grand scheme of things on communities and on events such as sports. And then you decide you go into parliament. What happens to people when they go to parliament? That's a question that City always asks. Uh, yes,
2: it baffles me completely. It must be the water. Okay, it must be the it's, water. it, it happened at the gate. Mm. Yes. Mm.
1: So, City, I think what I can all I can assure you is personally. Mm. <laughs> personally, I've not changed. Mm. So, my voice might not be the loudest. You know, that's the disadvantage I have mm. being an independent. But it's also good because I have the freedom to speak my mind. Mm. My voice might not be the loudest now, yes. but you will see my boy's voice becoming louder as we proceed. Mm. But what usually happens, especially what I've seen is with the political parties. Mm. With the political parties, it becomes a bit difficult. I've seen honorable members, mm. good people, clearly know who clearly know what they are saying or doing is wrong, but they must do it.
0: Because they've <laughs> been whipped by yes, the party. Yes,
1: because of being whipped by the party. Okay. I've seen it i have seen it several times so i think that's actually where we need to
0: to, and by party here mm -hmm. do we mean structures of a party or do we mean individual leader of the party um hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. what's the difference individual individual (laughs) leaders eh? Mm -hmm. individual leadership of the party but because there's two aspects remember now kenya kwanzaa is government yes Mm -hmm. so that's a different kind of whipping I tell you why it's different. And Mm. and, uh, the president says it several times. But people uh, take it to mean like it's threatening. Mm. I don't think it's a threat. Because he even tells the MPs, we campaigned together with you. Mm. And for some of the MPs, some MPs have even mentioned to me, this election was quite difficult. Then the president came one of the last days.
2: Changed.
1: Changed everything. Mm. And I won. We campaigned together on the same platform.
2: Mm.
1: With the same manifesto. And we promised one, two, three things. Yeah. Now I'm trying to actualize those things. You're trying to say I don't do it. Hmm. Now that's a different kind of whipping. Hmm. You get my point. Mm-hmm. There's another kind of whipping of saying. Okay, whatever those guys do is wrong. You don't need to have a reason. <laughs> it's wrong now. <laughs> as long as it's them so doing as it. As long as it's them, them, it's wrong. We cannot allow it. Mm-hmm. Give them the hardest time possible. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> and this is the this is the politics of kenya mm. these, are these are words are reality.
3: these are words that you actually hear spoken
1: i've heard those words believe me mm. i've heard those words spoken so when when you hear for example osoro saying
4: mm.
1: <laughs> the bill must pass remember he has a job it's his job <laughs> he's a minority a majority whip he has to ensure that it passes so he's not lying he has to make sure it's passing it passes but in terms of what document comes to be passed he actually said, that one, I leave it to parliament <laughs> in terms of the amendments and whatever. Mm. But once it comes to that final stage where it has to pass, mm. I have to do my job. Mm. So he's not lying. He's saying the truth. So what we have to try and ensure, and that's why where Azimio should come in as opposition, as yeah. is to ensure those specific amendments that they want are part of that final f- finance bill. Yeah. When it comes to the committee of the whole house, they have their amendments there. Instead of saying... We are waiting to vote no. Because first of all, they don't even have the numbers. So, if so you're waiting... will we'll have zero impact. Exactly. Telling people no, even now you're telling the public you're going to vote no, you're not going to change anything. So, if you're being responsible as leaders, what you should do, propose those amendments and say, housing, we want it 1.5. Mm. Like Raila had... Proposed. Proposed before. Mm. These are the things we want to reduce. Add here and there. Give those proposals so that when it comes to that day, you'll have achieved something. As opposed to saying we will vote no that no vote will go nowhere it won't go anywhere everybody knows but the perception they will give and remember this is what the perception they want to give yeah and it's all politics is to say we refuse that bad finance bill mm. and president ruto forced it down our throats mm. but that's very misleading because as a responsible opposition you have a role to play to bring those amendments because you know at the end of the day finance bill must pass you allowed the budget to pass yeah. without saying anything. Yeah. So now why are you shooting down finance bill? Where is the money supposed to come from? So, as I said before, even if the bill comes today in its current form, even myself, I'll vote no. Mm. Yeah, And at that point, even Okia Mtata um, can go to court and say it's unconstitutional. Mm. Because it passed. There's even public outcry. You see... Uh, when we say public participation it means even the, the media what people are talking about yep. yeah. you've taken it you've had you can't say you didn't hear anything and we've passed it as it is mm. so at that point okay i'm I to go to court and say this is unconstitutional there's nowhere a bill can come they do public participation it, is, it means the same nothing from, um, that's that's ridiculous so at that point he can go to court right now he's going prematurely <laughs> because of course the certificate of urgency mm. is going to court again this is populism that thing cannot go anywhere there's no court that will stop that finance bill because the process of public participation has not happened nothing has happened for him to go to court and say all those things he's saying because public participation can remedy many of the issues he's said exactly. it's, there's a possibility it might not or it might yeah. that's why you have to go after and say look these guys did all this thing i see mischief because mm. one two three things didn't happen
2: <laughs> so the finance bill as it currently stands is a proposal correct it is when it is passed that you can refer to it as the bill. Correct. Act. As an act. Now it's an act. No, now it's a bill. Now it's a bill. Then it when it's passed, it becomes an act. Correct. Now you can take the act to court. Yes. So but this
1: act is unconstitutional. Because you. one, two, three, four. <laughs> the courts are very reluctant mm. to interfere with the legislative. Because they say, let them do their work first. Because now you're preempting and saying, these guys have proposed. For example, he says, "This uh, housing you cannot force people to save. Yeah. Mm. I think it what, has not mm, passed yet sure yeah so mm. <laughs> i think
3: what irks me is that at the end of the day you may think that the opposition gets the short end of the stick and then whoever else gets the you know longer end of the stick but for me the people who perennially get the short end of the stick are the people of kenya mm. the people mm. who have to sit and be the audience towards this <laughs> circus yeah. the people who have to sit and listen to these things mm-hmm. and if you can figure it out to say i mean it is clear mm. that you can figure it out to say that people are either in there delving for their own expediency or making sure that they're you know um playing to the the tune of dancing to the tune of the piper mm-hmm. the question remains then what happens to the people what happens to the majority of the people for whom their representation is vested mm. in under 300 people yes who are supposed to be there actually speaking for these amendments that you're talking about it's not hard to fi- it's not rocket science and i keep saying even rocket science somebody's a rocket scientist mm-hmm. somebody figured it out sure. and is actually doing that business mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so if you can say that an opposition should just not come out and say, no, blanket, blanket, no, that you can propose certain things. If those in the majority should not just come out and say blanket, yes, and it doesn't make sense. If we can see that that is what should be happening, the question is then, why do they not do it? Mm. And if we can figure out a why, then those folks should not be in those positions.
1: I get you. And and what I want to say is that, do you know, they're actually doing it. You know, there's there's two things they do. Mm. They're actually doing the process because the committee is working. When you look at parliament, you'll see uh, uh, MPs from Azimio side proposing those. You will see it. They will propose those amendments. But the problem is that the message they relate to the public, that's what I'm trying to say. When they go now, they come on radio, for example, they will say something different. Yeah. When he's in parliament, he'll actually propose and say, this is what I want he'll to amend.
0: He'll be pushing them. some amendments.
1: They will actually do it. But the, now when they come out, they mislead the public to say, we are going to just say no. Of course, they'll vote no, Mm. but they will still propose amendments because they know that uh, process must continue that Mm. way. So my issue is in how they come to the public and convey that information just Mm. to raise political temperatures. So they'll just say, no, that thing is so bad that it cannot pass. I'll say no. We've had bad finance bills before Mm. and they've been debated and people propose amendments. Sometimes they don't pass, sometimes they pass. It's not new. What is new is that Kenya, we've had five years of no opposition. Mm. (laughs) So, this is, it seems very new, but it has been there. And this will be our way of life moving forward. It will be our way of life. So, I think politicians, where they go wrong is that when they whip up those emotions, Mm. and they, they mislead the public. And they know the process themselves. And they will go to that parliament and follow that procedure. And actually propose amendments and get to the end of the get to the end of the stage where we have to fast pass the finance bill, and they will do it. But when they come on radio or on the streets,
2: they say something completely different. You know, the, you know, there's something you said, <clears throat> and it ties in very, very nicely with what we were talking about in the hour prior to this one. You say politi- politicians actually listen to their people. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, are we there for saying that this drama we see in parliament, or this drama we sometimes see when they come, say, to a place like this, is for the people or is it for themselves? Because there's an audience they're pandering to. There's someone who's listening to what they're saying. Yes. So, is that... We know it ends up, some total, you're misleading. You're not speaking the truth as you should. Mm -hmm. But, does that... What purpose does that serve? Because at some point, the truth will be known. Mm -hmm. It is for the people. Yes. You see, now...
1: How do I look like I'm the biggest opposition leader who is fighting for... If I don't. If I don't, I'm not seen fighting in parliament. Mm. (laughs) But you see? Because you see, like yesterday, Mm. the speaker has ruled already. (laughs) The fighting is not going to change anything. How is it going to change something? The issue probably with what the speaker did, maybe it sets a precedent because I don't know whether a judgment or an order now stopping... The speaker from doing something clearly he should have done mm. is enforceable in parliament i'm not sure you know mm. i'm not a legal expert
4: mm-hmm.
1: but does it mean that in the future if i just want to stop speaker Wetangula from doing something i just go get orders and i block him from doing something mm. so it does set a certain precedent i don't know mm. and at the same time azimio have a point they are saying how can someone who has clearly uh, <laughs> defected well not a- defected.
0: Mm. is has gone against we are what mm. we stand for exactly how can she whip us exactly
1: mm. there's a huge point there mm. so i don't know whether that's supposed to be sorted internally mm. i don't know whether with the political parties uh, tribunal but something needs to be done on that side they need to sort that out for sure mm.
2: yes but they should still participate in the legislative process you see the point that i was making early on with regards to the county mm. has been made well by what you've said because then you're asking if as politicians uh, who aspire to be leaders you feel that you promote your cause by not telling the whole truth when you should what then do you think you're setting in motion (laughs) because that seems to be the fodder that you feed people on yeah do you really believe that there would be no comeback that at some point this will not ricochet and come back to you in a form you probably will not want. Mm -hmm. Is it not better to have a population that actually is very well informed for your sake and even for the future of this career that you've chosen? Because if we are saying that what they say are untruths, unfortunately, the truth will come out and often at the most inconvenient times even for you. (laughs) <laughs> it's true and, and, and how will that help you that's why you're not a politician <laughs> you oh,
1: see sorry. you're 100 <laughs> you know, right 100 percent right but your thinking is now you i don't know how my thinking to, is misguided it yes.
0: is not the politicians <laughs> it doesn't fit in this exactly yeah. but maybe this is where we as a, as as the citizens as the voters also have got to take a responsibility how is it that we we listen to somebody we elect them and then we expect that whatever they tell us always is right and we don't even sit back and have our own information mm. how 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 do we not understand the budget making process and the entire cycle and what comes before the other right this is where we ought to find ways of educating ourselves okay civil society has a role to play here as well in terms of just making sure that there is proper political and civic education in the country budget making cycle when does it begin how important is the month of September in the entire budget making cycle how important is the month of February when the first documents start landing in Parliament and what happens after that because if we understood all these things we understood the budget policy statement, mm. the budget estimates, mm. and then the finance bill, and where each of them sits, then we'd we'll be having conversations at the right time mm. over the right things. Correct, but we can't just be sitting back and saying, You know what? Uh, you know, politician will go and play the game, they're playing that game because they know
3: ignorant, mm. and that's, that's why what I was the, telling you that like yeah. don't expect we Kenyans just, to know mm. or or you know, speak out. Mm. It's, because they don't know so we are the ones who are handling this thing because they don't know mm.
1: and and remember whatever whatever I said in the public is supposed to play it, play out in a certain manner mm. that's what i'm saying when you see azimu saying <clears throat> we'll just say no they know it's going to pass they know with their amendments they know it's not that they, they
0: so in the end when it passes they'll come and say but you see we rejected that. Uh, exactly thing. <laughs> we're not part no. of it
1: exactly so, that's why I'm saying, like for uh, me, uh, my interest is my Kasarandi residents, for example. Mm. And I'm the one who knows my voters. Correct? Mm. So, there are some things, of course, in the finance bill I know. These ones are, are, are going to help my voters or not help my voters. When we come to the subject of housing, I know everybody agrees house, houses are required. Mm. What they might not agree on is how do we get the houses. Yeah. But so far, me as a politician, a legislator, not a housing expert... Mm. I've got two proposals. 3%, percent mm. <laughs> one5 you, you get my point?
2: Yeah. Meaning you must have the house. Yes. So it's this little detail of percentages that we will work exactly, out. Because but, but I want the house.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get my point? Mm-hmm. Now, of course, other experts are coming on board now after the proposals and saying no, the best thing is not to have a housing levy. We could have done 1, 2, 3, 4. Yeah. But those things are never on the table.
2: They are not currently on the <laughs> table.
1: <laughs> you get my point?
2: But then, it, <laughs> it then takes the discussion elsewhere mm. and and the discussion now... Is it really about the levy? What really are we discussing here, or is it this perennial discussion we have as Kenyans as to what exactly or where exactly does our money yeah, exactly. go? Exactly, yeah. we said that. keep collecting this money. <laughs> we pay. That, where does this money go? So, from? What we have is a trust issue. Yeah, thank you. Because Kenyans are saying, "Look,
1: you want me to again get deducted more money? You're calling this a housing levy. You'll give me back in seven years. You'll do." Hey. There are all these stories that you're telling me when you take my money. Yes. And historically we've seen this money either is stolen, people enrich themselves. Oh, we've never seen the we've money. We've never seen anything happening from this money, even yeah. the taxes we've paid before. Yes. But what I tell people is uh, we could say, you know, there has to be a certain stage where a change happens. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And that happens through faith. <laughs> let me let me just put it like that. Mm. Because you cannot trust anybody. <laughs> we could sit back and say, look. Because we don't trust government, we're not going to do anything. We're not to accept anything to be deducted. Captain, mm. now should but we, at some point... City... we
2: are reverent to your... <laughs>
1: no, <laughs> which, let, me, let me tell you why I'm saying this. <laughs> people, people bought the Kenya Kwanzaa agenda. Yes. Mm. A change. And that's how it was sold. Mm. A change from the old dynasty. New changes and regime. Mm. Why don't we then trust them? You know there is time. There is time. Mm. There is one year, two years. We will see. Mm. Because the voting comes again in five years. The destruction that has happened to the Kenyan economy up to now is already <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Five years when people have hope. People had hope. Remember when Kenya Kwasa, oh, They yes. had hope? Yep. Lots yep. of it. Lots of hope. This is going to happen. Now when someone is trying to say, for me to achieve this hope that I sold... I need to do one, two, three, four. <laughs> mm. Now, Kenyans don't trust. What I'm asking Kenyans. Eh? Mm. At some point, you'll have to trust somebody if anything is to be done. True. Why not now? Are we waiting again for 5 years for somebody else to come tell us a story? A different story. Will you trust then? No, you will not. So, why not start now? So that in case you're right, a lot of progress will be made in the next 5 years, 10 years. If not, we have 5 more years of waiting for The savior to come that we trust Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) so we have time captain thank you very much for joining us always a pleasure thank you so much keep coming and keep coming how about that you made it to the end of today's podcast you clearly ooze stamina guess what just hit subscribe at standard media podcast apple podcast google podcast spotify or wherever else you get your podcasts from our podcasts drop daily from me and the team catch you next time Bye bye